Hey, up. Sit down, Steve. Thanks for coming in today. I just thought, seeing as you've been working in the office for coming up to six months now, we should have a little, say, performance review meeting. Okay, is everything alright? Oh yeah, yeah, nothing to worry about. It's just sort of a checkup, if you will. Okay, well, I think my sales numbers speak for themselves. I'm not sure... Yes, absolutely. Your numbers are great, Steve. Well, I'm not sure this meeting is really warranted, then. <sighs> it's... it's not your numbers, Steve. What is it then? Steve, it's your wang. My, my wang? I'm sorry, Steve, but you know it's not regulation size. I've done all I can to keep you on this long, but... <laughs> oh, jeez, oh, don't cry. Listen, I'll write you a great reference and you can apply at Ginger Ken's warehouse. They accept tiny sizes. <laughs> oh, I, I don't mean to say you're tiny. I'm just saying... You said you'd speak to the board. I did. Little Alan just won't budge on the wang stipulation. You know how strongly he feels about it. Well, what about Gimpy Pete? You know he has an exemption from Dr. Morb. Well, I could get a wang extension. Come on, Steve. How are you going to afford that? Doc Wang is doing a six incher for 200 quid. Oh, for Christ's sake, Steve. Don't go to Doc Wang. If you're going to do it, at least go to Glen Trowbridge. <sighs> Listen. I could speak to Johnny Flannel to see if he'll give you a go on the circuit. Oh, would you? That, that would be amazing. Well, I can only say I'll speak to him. I don't know what he's going to say. Of course, but, you know, you are good friends with him. Well, yeah, but still. And he does owe you that favour. Yes, okay, Steve, listen. From that time you caught him finger-banging your wife in the park. Yes, okay, Steve, we don't need to go into that now. Sorry, sir. I'd, I'd love to go on the road. I've always wanted to travel around the country, and, you know, I... I think people would pay good money to touch it, too. Right. Well, I've got a call to make, so... Oh, yes, of course. I'll, uh, see you on the road. Not necessarily, Steve. Don't get your hopes up. Okay. See you later. Yeah. Okay, that's a nice way to start, Johnny. Uh, episode 29. <laughs> a bit of chimps, yep. A bumper pack episode we've got for you today. Yeah, special edition, um, spicy edition mm. this week. And next episode is going to be a Halloween edition. Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. That's true. So we're building up to Halloween now. With a spooky episode. <laughs> it's a spooky sound there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I found a yo-yo on the floor this week. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Wait, so Johnny. Um, so I picked it up and I took it home. Um, yeah, I haven't put it down since. I've been practicing pretty much non-stop, 24-7. Yeah, you're doing it right now. Yep. Um, and I've learned one special trick. Oof. Um, there's this piece on the yo-yo that's known as, like, the string. Yeah. Okay. And the I've looped, looped it around my finger. Yeah. Is that <laughs> that's the trick? Yeah, that's that's the trick, yeah. Oh, wow. Which uh, finger? Uh, the, well, it always goes around the middle one. Oh, okay. Such is the way you use a yo-yo. Oof. Well, you'll be um, on the yo-yo in circuit in no time. No doubt about it. Got any sponsors this week? Yes. So, as per usual, we are sponsored by Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts. Oof. The one and only. And I've got three facts for you here. 
if you combined all of the mountains on the planet and put them all together, they'd still be smaller than Hulk Hogan's biceps. Oh, that makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, the mm-hmm. 24-inch pythons. Mm-hmm. Brother. Um, another fact, no one has ever cried over spilled milk. However, in 1703, a woman winced over spilt piss. Oh. So there we go. Mm. Uh, and the final fact, Queen Victoria was allergic to Cadbury's cream eggs, but she never found out because they weren't invented until 70 years after her death. Uh, mm. That's so, yeah. a bit of a pickle. <laughs> it is. For Queen, which one was it? Victoria. Uh, Victoria, the Queen Victoria, yeah. Huh. The one and only. Mm. Uh, obviously sponsored by Craig's as well. Craig's Bar, of they course. don't have any uh, offers or anything on this weekend, no. sadly. But kids do go free. Yeah, as kids always, always free. With Craig's. Um, yeah, I once laughed over spilt milk, but that's because I spilt some milk and then I remembered the phrase about crying over spilt milk. Ah, uh, yeah. That's I- ironic. Mm. Uh, we're also sponsored by... Fucking hell, I've had a fucking guts full of this. <laughs> Struggling with life? Then book your child into Spicy Tits, Tots Daycare and Mausoleum and we'll ensure they're fucking looked after good and fucking proper. Prices start from forty fucking pound a week, and we can't say fairer than that now, can we? Get your fucking toddler down here, and we'll ensure they're cared for. Spicy tits, tots, daycare, and mausoleum. Infinite fun. Wow, yeah. very aggressive pitch there. It is, but maybe they're just an aggressive daycare center. Yeah. Hmm. Spice. What are they called? Spicy tits, tots. Uh, spicy spicy tits, tits, tots, daycare, and mausoleum. Ah, a mausoleum as well. Mm, yeah, <laughs> doing more than just what they're asked to do. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say fairer than that. Yeah, and we're also sponsored by uh, Ronald Ogbu's Spooky Garden Centre. Uh, visit Ronald Ogbu's Spooky Garden Centre and experience all three varieties of flowers we sell. Uh, don't ask us anything about the flowers because our job is only to sell them, not learn about them. Uh, first bunch each day is 4% off. Oh. That's it. Ronald Ogbu's Spooky Garden Centre. Does it specify which flowers no. they are? No. Uh. No, just got, got to go and see us. They don't know, I, I assume. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, they, don't, they don't know what they are. But, um, yeah, sounds like a reputable uh, florist yeah. or a garden centre or whatever they are. And oh. it's spooky, too, so that sort of is uh, in keeping with the theme of next episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're just shoehorning it in a little bit to this one yeah. to prepare you. For no reason at all. Mm-hmm. And we're also sponsored by Big, 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 Big Fellow. Mm. Um, got some letters here. Oh, okay. The fans. Going straight in with the letters. Yeah. This one's from Wiggy in uh, Burgundy. Mm. I don't know if that Burgundy is a place or if he's wearing Burgundy. Yeah. Sure. Wiggy in Burgundy. Uh, hey, Chimpos. My favourite time of the year is fast approaching. No, not the anniversary of the Algian Revolution, you silly sausage. Halloween, of course. I'm more... Halloween. Halloween, yeah. We've got one here. Uh, every Halloween, I like to dress up as my favourite character from 90s CITV show Reboot and listen to the eerie Indiana theme mm. to remind me of my cherished childhood memories. I'm so lonely. What will you be doing for Halloween and who will you dress up as? Huh, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, this got me... Um, got me thinking about what I'm going to dress up as for okay. Halloween. So well, I've got a few... I've got three possible suggestions for famous characters from Halloween franchises um, so from Nightmare on Elm Street I was thinking I could go as Friend in Morning okay yeah um, Friday the 13th I was thinking Fireman who picks up Jason's mask yeah yeah a good one and um, in Halloween I was <laughs> thinking of going as Sandwich Woman <laughs> that's not the woman who turns into a sandwich yeah uh. 
the next Marvel uh, superhero as well. I think. So, yeah, that sounds good. Um, I'm going to be going as Emperor Jumbotron. Oh, since he was, he has been the scariest part of my life this calendar year. Yeah. Hmm. Who turned out to be um. Uh, Someone else. Pig, Pig Jones. Or something. <laughs> I think it was Pig Jones. Yeah, my yeah. old friend Pig Jones. Ah, well. I hope that answers Wiggy's question anyway. Yeah, some suggestions for him. Uh, I've also got an email. Oh, okay, yeah. From It's actually from um, Shaggy Too Dope and Violent J. Oh, from the uh, Insane Clan Posse. Yeah. Um, I think they've written it in Jug. Jug. Juggalug um, language. Or yeah. <laughs> uh, Juggalese. What's up, Juggalug bitches? Mm-hmm. Just wanted to say y'all be tripping with this no sense thugging and shit. Fuggers be tripping in shit all over that shit, son. Much love, fam. Jug up. Hmm. And they're obviously your former employees. Yeah, multiple time employees. Multiple time employees, yeah. So mm-hmm. what... I'm not even taking anything away from that. I, my brain just shut off when you were reading it. I have no idea what you said. Yeah, it ended with much love, fam, though, so I think it's a positive. Oh, okay, well, uh, I'll take that, at least. It's better they were than... good employers anyway, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. We're during your time as a human toilet at the uh, Juggalo March of the Juggalos, or whatever it was. Yeah. And on that note, I've got the fruit rankings. If yes, you're interested, of course. Okay, so at number five, we've got lemons. Oh, uh, probably an old entry. Maybe I don't know. Citrusy. Mm. Um, at number four. I'm a fire in my laser! Uh, we have spiced apple mayo. Oh, spiced apple mayo. Yeah. Sounds good. I've never had it before, but Paul from the Fruit Rankings was insistent that it went in. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, and number three. Oh, sexy girlfriend! We have a, a faller this week. Um, it is an origami representation oh. of Wyoming, down from number two. Two weeks in a row, they've been number two as well. Yeah, and now they're number three. But still in the top five. That's, that's impressive, considering how the fruit, how volatile the fruit rankings can be. Yeah. Um, at number two, we have papaya. <laughs> oh, papaya. Yeah, papaya. Wow. Papaya. Okay, new entry again. Yeah. So, this begs the question. Will tangerines remain at the top of the fruit rankings? They've been there... About three weeks since, three they, re- weeks. since they reclaimed their crown. Yeah. From um, whatever the hell took over. I can't remember what it was. Plums, was it? Might have been plums. Um, okay, so at number one... <coughs> it's tangerines. They've, uh, they've made Excellent. it. Um, so yeah, as you know, I've been um, intercepting your mail. Um, mm. I do that just as a hobby now, just yeah. all the time. So I've, uh, I've got one. I opened it for you. I haven't read it though. Okay. Um, so I'll just hand you the, the letter, and you can, uh, you can, um, you can read it out. <laughs> oh. So we've got the HM Courts and Tribunal Service logo in the top left. Sounds official. Doesn't bode well. Sounds official though. Mm. Here we go. And I'll uh, take a photo of this and put it up on our Facebook page. Good so idea. listeners can just do that now before I forget. Um, this is, I'll fill some dead airspace with some Savage Garden. I'll fly you to the moon and back if you'll be. There we go. Okay. Um, Thomas, this is the letter I'm reading out now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Thomas, we'd like to offer you the chance to be on the jury for a court case. Yeah. This is mandatory. Sounds good. Yep. You'll be asked to appear at the court. Well, yeah. Yeah, if I'm the jury, of course. You are charged... What? You are charged with grand larceny. <gasps> what? Grand larceny. You'll be found guilty as per... Hang on, what? You'll be found guilty as per the instruction of the Shadow Master. Oof. Oh, no. <laughs> shadow Master. Not the Shadow Master again. Up to his old tricks again. Please arrive at the Cardiff Family Court two hours before you're here in at 6am. <laughs> Jesus. On the 25th of December, 2020... On Christmas Day, again. Look, if Rocky can go to Russia to beat Ivan Drago on Christmas Day, you can go to the Cardiff Family Court. Jeez. Uh, it happened last year as well. You'll be reported... For jury duty on arrival. What? So I'm going to be in the. I am going to be in the jury. Well, it seems like you're on the jury for your own trial, of which you will okay. be found guilty. <laughs> yeah, I've already <laughs> been found guilty. Uh, thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> Long Plums QC. Uh, court of the Shadow Master on behalf of the Shadow Council, HM Courts and Tribunal Service. And then at the bottom, we've got an image which you'll see, listeners, if you go to our Facebook page. Uh, facebook.com forward slash pit of chimps it's a lovely picture of um, Toadfish and Lou from Neighbours circa 1995 maybe but it's got a kind of is that a embossed effect or a it looks, imbo- it looks embossed but it also could look like maybe the liquid um, filter yeah it's one of those filters the default filters. ones yeah. yeah with a it's got a nice green sort of a border with a soft edge to it as well mm. like a glow sounds good nice. um, uh, go over to the Twitter page and the Facebook page and you'll see that letter okay um, we'll make sure that that gets uploaded I'm not sure if that's legal though the Shadow Master might be unhappy about that yeah it's private legal documents but well we're announcing it anyway so. mm-hmm. I suppose that's true uh, I've got the Land Dallas report if you're interested Oof. yeah um, so this week's Land Dallas report is um, he's attended the funeral of Turnip Turnip. Ah, uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Former, the wife of Craig's owner. Mm, but um, we, well, that hasn't been proven that he owns Craig's or has anything to do with Craig's. He just phoned us up once <laughs> yeah. and insisted that he was. Um, but nonetheless, Land Dallas has been out and about. He's gone to the funeral of Turnip Turnip and he has faxed in his review of the funeral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On this solemn afternoon, I attended the funeral of Turnip Turnip at the Bill Clinton Memorial Cemetery in Bognor Regis. Turnip Turnip, of course, was the supposed owner of Craig's Bar, although this was never confirmed, as we just mentioned. Mm. The most important thing about this funeral was my attire. I went with a luxurious black Armani suit and trousers combo with a lemon-coloured shirt and papier-mâché tie. I completed the look with a pair of white Puma high tops. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, a man lent in his COVID mask obscuring much of his face why have you not revisited me after our fun adventure last week Lewis is that you of course it's me what do you want me to do dance to whip it by Devo to prove it no Lewis save it for the wake I replied as Lewis Vigo gave me the once over with his eyeballs 20 minutes later with his limp decaying body draped over the side they began lowering Turnip's casket into what I soon realised was not a grave, but rather a cesspit. Reverend Nuno Valente spoke up. Now we lower the body of Turnip back to where he emerged from all those millennia ago. We wish you well in your future endeavours. 
even if you were a prick. Figo stepped forward. No, no, Nuno, that is no way to speak about our father. At this point, Lewis sprinted over and removed Nuno's throat with one swipe of his claw. At this point, I decided to undo my trousers to give the special one an airing as we, as I walked through the streets of Porto de Egmore and back to my Craigs-governed accommodation in the rain. All in all, I would give Turnip Turnip's funeral a solid 10 out of 10, a fun day out for all the family. Ooh. So there you go, the Land Dallas Report. Wow, so he's still... I was wondering if he was still in Portugal. But yeah, it took yeah. place in Portugal. I have received an update, and Nuno Valente is in a critical condition. Oh, okay. Not dead yet, though. Well, he doesn't have a throat anymore, so okay. make of that what you will. <laughs> and Turnip was a male, then? Yeah. A man. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah, he was... <laughs> Who um, knew? Oh, speaking of male and things, we've had a fax in. Mm. It's just an image... So I've got it here. I was wondering maybe... That's going to work well on a, on a podcast. <laughs> well, I'll upload this to the Facebook page as well. But I was wondering if you could describe it, because I've seen it, you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But maybe you know what to make of this. Okay. It's a very <laughs> strange image. Yeah. So if I can just describe it, this will also go up on the, um, on the things too, but yeah. um, on the socials. But we've got um, an image of what looks to be people at a festival, I guess, standing around. Um, and at, and at, at the top, we've got a host of characters, uh, five of them, actually. They, they look a bit like a boy band. Uh, we've got Philip Ukraine, who has uh, like a fringe that is like in lines, as if he's got like, um, what are they called? Carpet cleaners and stuff taped into his forehead. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you got Bob Cusp, who is pulling, uh, like Gurnin, he's sort of Gurnin. Mm. Um, we have Geoff uh, Kapowski. <laughs> I think that's uh, Jeff. It's a unique way of spelling Jeff. Okay, Jeff spelled J E O F Chopowski, who uh, appears to be like having difficulty swallowing some water. <laughs> And uh, Pablo, who looks to be some sort of demon character, either that or it's Ronaldinho, I can't work out uh, what that is. And then in the middle, um, Savvy Ukraine, who looks like a a warrior of some kind from another dimension. Um, We've had some interactions with Savvy Ukraine recently. Yeah, we've had lots of faxes just saying Savvy is coming. And the bottom of this image, it says Savvy is coming for you. Oh. Or Savvy is coming for you. So, yeah, that could be quite... I'm not sure what to make of it, to be honest. Yeah. It looks like a threat. It does. It looks and sounds like a threat. To our podcast. So I wonder I wonder what's... Hmm. I look forward to hearing from... If you're listening, Savvy, I hope you're a friendly presence. Yeah. And you'll be a friend of the show. Yeah. And sponsor us on Patreon. We don't have a Patreon, but <laughs> if we opened one. Yeah, well, there huh. we go. Well, that's concerning. For all involved. Yeah. That's, that's that. Mm. Um, I've got a new segment Oof, again. That deserves a sound effect, doesn't it? So it's a, a script reading from, again, seeing as it's Halloween coming up, from uh, the 1987 supernatural horror film Hellraiser. Oh, okay. Um, so this is an exclusive script reading I'm going to do from the last scene in right. the film. Okay. So, I mean, if you've seen Hellraiser, you recognise this. Uh, you could just watch the film, but 
you know why thought, why when you can just listen to, to me read out the final scene yeah that's that's how the director would have intended it yeah so here we go the final scre- scene from uh, Hellraiser why what Kirsty Jesus God no Frank no yes yes who no 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 ah Kirsty move what wait no wait no 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 daddy god daddy ah frank no oh no god daddy oh, there's another page of this <laughs> <laughs> daddy no bastard frank bastard frank what frank no bitch jesus ah no no oh kirsty kirsty no steve no shit kirsty no oh no open steve no 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 Ah, Jesus, Steve, Kirsty, no. Mmm, the infamous final yes. scene uh-huh. from Hellraiser. I didn't realise it was as long as that. Yeah, well, it was a good scene, lots of good uh, dialogue there. Steve. Kirsty. No. J- Daddy. <laughs> uh, I've got a celebrity letter. Okay, let's, mm. uh, let's move on swiftly from that. <laughs> from one of your celebrity friends. Oh, uh, well, it's actually addressed to, well, I don't know who it's addressed to, really. Um, it opens like this. Hello, is anybody there? Simon? Tom? I, I'm oh. thinking this person's got confused between a telephone call and a letter. Okay, it's easy, easily done. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a personal problem regarding my pet eagle. Mm. Um, it is too big and keeps stealing my sandwiches, which are ho- horseradish and bacon bits filled. I have had the eagle for four months now and have been living on the scraps it leaves me. My husband is furious and so is my son, who are now both half dead from malnutrition. Would you be able to call pest control for me or provide a gift hamper to see me through the winter? I really am at my wit's end here, lads, so either help me or go to heck, you daft pork wranglers. Uh, Nice one, Phil Selway. Ah. Philip Selway, the drummer from Radiohead. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Well, I think maybe we should start some fundraising for him. Maybe. We'll get a GoFundMe started. Yeah. And we'll do a change.org petition. Yeah. Um, and we'll send him a hamper. But what would we put in the hamper? That's the question. Oh. What would he like? What would Phil Selway like? Drummer from Radiohead. Some symbols. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate symbols. You know, like chocolate coins? Yeah. Where you like unwrap them and there's chocolate underneath? Yeah. We could do that with symbols like big huge symbols and you peel it off and it's chocolate under there yeah, yeah. and that'll keep him going for a while yeah uh, Percy Pigs Pepper Pigs Pepper Pigs um, some cherries Cher- yeah he'd probably like a few cherries I reckon yeah a kumquat yeah mm. and the number one fruit I'm gonna, I'm gonna send him all five of the top five fruits Oof. in a hamper Lucky boy just for him um, and I'm gonna send him a um, a ceramic hand. Oh, I'll <laughs> be good. Yeah. Um, should we have the entertainment news? Um, yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> entertainment news. Here we go. Uh, David Attenborough has been banned from Instagram just a few days after joining it when he allegedly posted a photo of him whapping his balls out. Oof. The controversial image was posted at 3.24am on Sunday morning and featured him smiling with what appeared to be his testicles dangling out of the zip of his jeans. The environmentalist has denied that the wrinkled sack was his testes. 
claiming that he'd dropped a couple of walnuts onto his crotch just before taking the photo. Uh, when qu quizzed on why he was eating walnuts while sm smiling manically with massively dilated pupils at 3:24 a.m. in the or 3:24 in the morning, the much respected star replied, "Fuck your mama." Huh. Ah, surprising interesting. didn't see that one coming yeah news from David Attenborough um, former Tottenham Hotspur goalkeeper Eric Thorsford is entering the world of pop music his debut single with a little help from my Mido features Oof. former Spurs striker Mido mm. the famous music website Enemy said the single was the best thing to come out of Norway ever and that it pushed the boundaries of psychedelic pop music made by former Spurs goalkeepers mm. The follow-up single, Eric on the Pitch with Diamonds, is due to be released next month with his debut album, Lieutenant Thorsford's popular Kidneys Club band, set to follow shortly after. Well, there we go. That's Eric Thorsford. That sounds fantastic. Um, and finally, Chloe Kardashian has announced she's engaged to be married to former Radio 1 DJ Tony Blackburn. Oof. The two had been rumoured to be dating for some time, but this is the first time they've publicly announced they're together. When asked how he proposed to Chloe, Tony replied, I had a gecko once, but the wheels fell off. Mm, his immortal line. Mm. I'm not sure who Chloe Kardashian is, but Tony Blackburn is quite a catch. Yeah. Hmm. She's punching above her uh, station. Yeah. Huh. Well, what do you know? Tony Blackburn, gecko, wheels off. Yeah. Um, would you like to play a game? I've got a game Oof. show for you here. I think we've played yeah. this before, but I'm the host this time. Okay. Um, it's Through the Keyhole. Oh, excellent. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to describe for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, namely international audiences. Yeah. Um, it's a game show where um, somebody goes, rocks up at someone, a celebrity's house. While they're out. While they're out. And they have a look around, and then you have to guess whose house it is. They normally masturbate into an item of their clothing as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went up to the celebrity's house, and I'm just going to describe to you what I wrote down when I was in there. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm coming up to the driveway, which is painted yellow. The house is a two-story, three-bedroom brick building. The door knocker is made of gold and knocks against the yellow front door. The person is not at home, in brackets, such as the format of the show. So I use the key I've been given. I enter into a beautiful hallway with a marble floor and a grand piano. The walls are adorned with framed photoshopped images of Jay-Z holding up raw cuts of meat much in the same way a fisherman would hold up a catch or a midwife holds a newborn baby as she repeatedly slaps it. I'm not sure why new, new midwives do that, but... Um, anyway. The kitchen has a creamy texture. Everything is made out of plush velour material, like the softest dressing gown you've ever experienced. There was a framed, photoshopped image of Jay-Z wearing nothing but an apron, smiling wildly, wildly at the camera while he boils some unidentified meats. Mm. We enter into the bathroom, which is stained and smells like sewage. There's what I can only describe as a big brown lump of clay in the toilet. Atop the toilet cistern sits a framed photoshopped image of Jay-Z on stage at Glastonbury with bacon earrings and a speech bubble saying, Hove, it's timeless. That is <laughs> famous catchphrase. Yeah. Um, we enter the master, in brackets only, bedroom to find, um, as the other two have been repurposed. Okay. Uh, and they were locked. Ah, um, to find a large, I, well, I looked through the keyhole of those rooms, and it definitely, they definitely were not bedrooms. Okay, I know that much. Um, anyway, to find a large white bed and a vase of carnations, 
I step over Jay-Z, making sure not to get any of the blood on my shoes, and I open the wardrobe. Inside, there are lots of black cargo pants and white v-neck t-shirts. The clothes are neatly presented, as if a really boring person lives there. There is a beautiful view out the window, um, out of the window of nothing but fields laden with yellow flowers. So, Tom, I ask you, who would live in a house like this? Oof. So, Jay-Z's dead corpse was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But the cupboard was very neatly presented. Okay, so... Well, it's obviously someone who has a slight obsession with Jay-Z because they murdered him. Mm. So they're a bit of a stalker. So and they have some photoshopped image. images as well. Photoshopped images with lots of meat. Mm. And the yellow, there was lots of yellow. Mm. Um, so my first thought was that it was... Christopher Martin. It is Christopher it Martin. Is Christopher Martin. <laughs> well played. Oh, first time. Well played. Yes, it is Christopher Martin. Wow, from um, the Coldplay's. From the Coldplay's. Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Hmm. Oh, I'm really happy. I got that in one. Yeah, we could have been here all day. Um, I got your one when it was Bono in one. Yeah, so that's we're, true. We're quits at this point, I guess. Got some job offers for you. Okay, go on then. Um, in this time, you can't be picky about what jobs you take. So. Yeah. Um, number one, uh, if you don't select any of these, we'll cut your benefits and you will have to live on um, dust. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so the first one is uh, a baker for Cheryl Baker. Um, the successful applicant will be the baker for Cheryl when Cheryl requires a baker at the residence of Cheryl Baker. You will be paid the minimum Albanian salary. Oh, okay. Who's Cheryl Baker? She's from Bucks Fizz and oh, okay. she used to host Record Breakers. Ah, mm. okay. In and it was in Algerian. No, um, you'll be paid the minimum Albanian salary. Oh, Albanian. I doesn't list what that is. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, that's not the worst. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one is lemon juicer at Craig's Bar. Oof. Um, you will be tasked with squeezing our award-winning lemon juice. Training will be provided to ensure your arse cheeks can squeeze every drop of juice from the lemons. And upon mastery of this, you will be taught to simultaneously remove any seeds by using the hole. Um, oh. I assume they mean your hole. <laughs> uh, no experience necessary, but we cannot take on anybody who has previously experienced an anal prolapse. Okay. Uh, I haven't experienced a prolapse yet. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Well, it's in Craig's Bar, so... Well, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. You get um, health benefits, I'm told. Oh, okay. Um, the third one is greetings card writer. Oh. Uh, for Juggalo Greetings Card Limited. <laughs> okay. Um, you need to make some juggalicious cards up in here for the homies. All the juggalos and juggalettes need some of that jug life, love, and these cards gone be exactly that son. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So I've got to speak... Um, Juggalies. Juggalies mm -hmm. in order to do that. So that's something I'd have to learn. Yeah. But I am fairly fluent in it given all my previous yeah. experience. You've been immersed in the culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's tough. It's between two and three, I think. I'm going to have to write off Shower Baker's uh, Baker position. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's Craig's Bar or the Juggalos. Very yeah. difficult. Quest. Oof. <laughs> I accept your quest. 
Um, numbers are flying at you from all angles. 12, 72, 9, and of course 28. All the numbers are there and they're flying at you from all of the angles. You duck and dodge as you make your way to the local shop to buy a delicious parsnip. You are wounded by a rogue 63. Do you accept the quest? What is the success percentage? Okay, I accept the quest. Okay. Um, I've got... I do like parsnips. Mm. So I've, did I, I've got the parsnips. Um, while you're on your way to the shop to purchase a delicious parsnip. A 63 has hit me. Mm. Uh, given all the, if I calculate the average percentile of all the angles multiplied by all the numbers, it's uh, 47%. 47%. Mm. And that's not going to be changed by the fact that I've actually, um, I've just noticed that it's not a rogue 63, it's a rouge 63. It's coloured rouge. Oh, that makes it 42%, slightly ah. less successful. Okay. Um, so which job are you taking then? Um, I'm going to go with the Juggalos again. I can't oh, let my boys down. Greetings card, handler, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. For the Juggalos. The Juggalo Nation. Jug Nation. Jug Life. Juggalo. Throw them up. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. Mm. What's this? That's what she said. Oh, I see. It is. Um, yeah, I've got... Um, again, we don't have the sex report this week. No. Due to COVID. Yeah. But we do have the health report. Oh, okay. Which is perhaps more healthy. The situation. So here we go. The it health sounds report. very healthy. Uh, Inverness is suffering with a severe case of broken arse. Hmm. Um, the residents of Dorset have woken up today with extremely floppy dongs. Mm-hmm. So they'll be um, waiting for a vaccine. It's quite that. common in Dorset, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, the mayor of Sussex has developed an extra leg over the last week, but unfortunately mm. for him, it's grown inside his neck, which is a shame. Um, there's been an outbreak of Edwin Collins' disease in Hackney, London, huh. uh, which is terrible news for Hackney. Yeah. Um, but on the positive side, David Dimbleby is in great health, and he won the egg and spoon race at his grandson sports day event oh, recently. That's really that's good. Very good. And um, finally, everyone in Northern Ireland is going to pass wind at 10pm tonight. So if you're in the area, listen out for that. Yeah, that sounds promising. Yeah, something to look forward to. Very promising outlook. That's that's the health report. Mm. Um, The first of many health reports. Maybe. (laughs) We'll We'll see. see. (laughs) Uh, I've got a film idea I want to pitch to you. Okay. Um, So I have a working title of Crossroads 2. Have you ever seen Crossroads 1? No. The TV show? No, the film. No. It's a film that features Egg Lampoon. Oh, okay. Um, Basically, she and two of her mates, as kids, they bury like a box in the ground somewhere Mm. full of stuff. And then the film then follows Egg Lampoon and her two friends as adults, or, well, you know, late teens yeah. as they go embark on a road trip across the country to dig up the box again um, and then one of them goes to a singing contest uh, uh, doesn't was, really make a lot of sense what was in the box? Uh, just some letters and stuff none of it makes any sense at all like there's no rhyme or reason to the film whatsoever sounds good and then, starring Egg Lampoon though so. yeah and then she gets with a murderer who apparently isn't a murderer in the end he's revealed to not be a murderer <laughs> okay I, I don't know. It's a strange film anyway. But this is um, this uh, film that I've got the idea for is the uh, what happens in the distant future after okay. the events of Crossroads 1. 
Is Egg Lampoon in it? And yeah, I was thinking it could maybe star and be directed by Egg Lampoon. Oh, that good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's the um, synopsis. Okay. They gave everybody an incurable disease. We were all dying one by one. We were all staggering towards inevitable death. The world was ending, ravaged by blood splattering coughs, coughing, coughing, and blood splattered undies. But then, from the tissues, emerged a woman with a cause, a woman with a beautiful voice and superior dance moves. Ready for action, Lucy Wagner, that's her name in the first film, okay. embarks on a heartwarming journey across the United States, in brackets, again. <laughs> ensuring the masses spend their final moments listening to her sing and watching her dance. During a performance for a homeless family, Lucy collapses on the floor of a motel parking lot and stares up at the cloudy sky. The camera hovers over her body as blood is coughing up, rolling down the sides of her face. The film ends with her succumbing to the illness herself, and the homeless family huddled up next to her dying body as they wait their turn. Ah. And that's the end of the film. Sounds good. Yeah. Egg Lampoon. Mm. It's a roller coaster ride because mm. you've got the apocalypse happening, but then it's there's a moment of levity because levity she dances and sings for people who as they're dying. Yeah. Um, and then they die. Yeah, and there's blood everywhere. And then she goes to another town and does the same. And then she herself dies. And then everyone else is left then with no singing or dancing. So they just die. They just die in misery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Sounds like a good way to end this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. I'm thinking maybe we get a PG rating for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a U. No, I don't even have that in America. I think it's like PG thirteen, an X uh, or R, and I think that's yeah. it. A triple X. Yeah, um, the film with Vin Diesel. Get back to work, you slacker. There we go. That was from Triple X with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Well, it's that time of the podcast where we have to say goodbye, listeners. We do. But we'll be back with a spooky Halloween episode next time. Mm. And it's going to be horrifying. Get your pumpkins out. Yeah, get your bloody candy dish out. We're coming for your pumpkins. Ooh.